the Sexual Spiritual Women's Religion. Hello everyone, welcome to this podcast, Journey into the Boom. This podcast is dedicated to bring back the ancient knowledge of the earth, the early teachings of the goddess to humans, and to reconnect to this divine spark that we all have in us, to remember that we are children of the cosmos and therefore of the Great Mother, she who is omnipresent and eternal, she who gives life, nurtures and takes life back as well. I invite you to remember the oldest human spirituality, one that has been on earth for over 200,000 of years. So, as I explained on my first episode, she, who never left, the first divinity known and recognized by humankind was female. She was called by different cultures around the world as the Great Cosmic Mother. This primordial religion of humanity lasted for thousands of years and was slowly and not peacefully switched to a new religion where the ultimate God was a father, a male figure that will judge you and punish you for everything you make that is not following his rules. Well, I will explain more about this switch in other episodes later on, but today I want to explain to you how beautiful, natural and organic this first religion was on earth. In these ancient cultures, starting from the Cro-Magnon age in Europe, going to the Sumerians, Egyptian, indigenous tribes in America, and also ancient China, the women playing the most important role in the community because they were the female representation of the Great Mother in human form. Therefore, the womb was conceived as the divine connection between worlds. Woman gives life, woman brings a newborn baby, a soul, from the source of divinity to earth. The first cultures, they did not even understood the role of masculine play in procreation. So the male, in this act of penetrating the vagina, was merely seen as opening of the womb. But the first people on earth believed that the woman will get pregnant by the magical intercourse between her and the spirit world. Okay, you might think that these cultures were primitive and they did not have the tools to understand life from a scientific point of view. But I want to show you how the first human exploration and understanding of the world is so important because it is in our most ancient DNA. It's the way our ancestors lived and I want to really invite you to think that you will be in many years as well the ancestors of a new generation of humanity. So I think if we are going to live in this planet for a very long time, we might, we might start uh, respecting and considering the way Asian people live instead of thinking that they were just primitive or less developed. So uh, later on in history, the role of the man in the sexual act was understood and he will put the seed needed to bring life inside the womb. But yet the woman was still the life giver and was seen as the sacred labyrinth, the myth, the path that connects with the oldest mystery of humankind, life. 
The woman was so important and relevant in the community that she would choose the father of the baby as the most adequate teacher for him or her as a mentor. So actually, the biological father might not be the one that will raise the child. In many cases, the brother of the woman will be the father figure of the kid, as because of the family bondage, he will be considered most appropriate for it. So let me remind you that if we want to understand the sexuality in the Asian world, we should not judge it with our limiting patriarchal sexist beliefs in which we have been educated. We should approach this subject with an open mind. So thanks to the Venus statues and other archaeological discoveries, we can understand today that for our ancestors, the fertility of Earth and woman was celebrated as a spiritual and magical act. Later too, in other cultures, this remained, for example in Egyptian culture, cultures and in the island of Crete, there are still paints and figures that exalt the sexual act as a divine connection to the great goddess. And not only that, but the sexual act itself was sacred and venerated because, same as with the cosmic mind that was not conceived as separated from the human mind, but instead human mind was a microcosm and a mirror of the grandiosity of the macrocosm, the planet Earth and the whole universe, the depth of the unknown universe, the darkness, the pure source of everything was also contained in the depths of the womb, the source of life and interconnection with the cosmos. You see how these cultures saw that everything was connected as a universal web, where every being plays a role in that interconnection, and therefore cosmic body and human body are not separated neither. In those ancient cultures, there was no possible way to conceive the separation of the mystical act of sexual intercourse and the spiritual ecstasies derived from divine deep connection because this sexual act was indeed the core of all mysticism, the source of life itself, which is the biggest mystery of all. The religion of the goddess is an organic one, leaded by women, but not oppressing men, not at all, but enhancing the quality of men and supporting also their purposes in society. These societies understood that the Earth itself is a very sexual planet. Everything around us is very sexual, if we see the animals and the plant world as well. And this is what keeps life continuing and keeps the well-being of the cycles and the seasons. So sexuality is indeed needed to continue life and to be in balance with the cycles of the Earth, of the Mother. So this is why sexual desire was considered a big gift and a divine force that ensured the continuity of humans and all other animate beings. The ancient cultures also understood the power of the energies involved in the sexual act and this was considered the pure force of the divine mother flowing through our body. In India, for example, the practices of Kundalini raising energy through sexual act was a way of enlightenment 
and this does not necessarily involve the role of creation. So sexuality in that region, as well as in most of the world, was used for other purposes as well, as a manifestation tool, protection, healing, celebration, and or pure exploration and satisfaction. Sexual ceremonies were often performed in order to dance together in ecstasy with the cycles of the earth as celebration of human life. Ecstasy, which is a word now very used in the New Age scene, it means out of oneself, which basically is saying without the conditions and limitation of the mind, but in connection with the eternity of the cosmos. This what I'm going to tell you now about. It's a very broad topic that I would love to explore deeper in other episodes, but let me tell you how women play the most important role on these sexual spiritual societies. As women contain the mysteries of life in their bodies, like menstruation, like breastfeeding, giving life, menopause as well, they contain the alchemical processes of the great goddess in them and therefore the potential to heal and create. This is why many women work as sexual channels with the divine forces and they were called high priestess or sacred prostitutes. They were the responsible seers, priestess and shamans to maintain balance and well-being and support manhood and other women as well. Sexuality was not limited to a partnership but had a broad spectrum of possibilities and this is a bit different from culture to culture, but in most of them, women were the divine tool for sex magic. They were the altar in which prosperity and health takes place. They were the path through their womb to encounter and communicate with the spirit world. In this way, deals were made with the spirits and they were the responsible channel to maintain balance and wealth. Sexual magic and alchemy is a very ancient practice that was based upon the primordial spirituality on earth and therefore you see now that there was no possible separation. This separation of sexuality and spirituality came later with the monotheistic religions and the father god figure, which I will explain later on in other episodes. And again, before you start thinking that those cultures were primitive or less evolved, let me remind you how Asian societies, like the Egyptians, built structures that seem impossible for us even today. And it was not made by slaves, as we were told, but many historicals believe that that was made by pure devotion to the afterlife and the divine. We tend to think um, and to see time in our Western society as a lineal and logical condition and therefore everything that occurs or is developed later in time means that is also more evolved or advanced, right? But looking at how humans are polluting the earth, exploiting the land and consuming the rainforest and how millions of people still today go to sleep without having any food to eat, it will be rather fair to ask uh, ourselves whether our concept of advanced society is really accurate to define the world we live in, while those other cultures are considered primitive. 
those cultures did not see any alienation between nature and humans and therefore there was no exploitation because this would have meant an exploitation of themselves and their old children. The first religion was a sexual spiritual one, the celebration of cosmic ecstasy. There was not any fear, shame or guilt in those times and in those celebrations, neither there was oppression towards women and their sexuality and enjoyment, because this was indeed a big gift from the goddess to humans. Those consequences of fear and shame came later with the beginning of the big monotheistic male religions. In Asian societies, there was no separation of mind and matter. Same with sexuality and religion. Sexuality was seen as a sacred act and the origin of all things created in the world. It was celebrated and honored, enjoyed and respected. Sexuality and spirituality could not be separated from each other as they were intrinsically linked. It was a natural connection for humans to celebrate the miracle of life, the pleasures of the body, as a gift from the goddess to enjoy and embrace. They understood the love emanating from her and they appreciated and worshipped this love by sharing it with others. If you like this episode, please share it and support this journey. Let's return all together into the wonders of the boom. See you in the next episode.